This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now, all the way in Spain, is Steve Reynolds. In this Hi, special everybody. episode, hello, Steve. Thank you for butting in, as you always do. This Thank is you. the <laughs> Cottage Talk player focus. What happened to Harry Wilson? That's going to be the focus of this probably about half-hour show. Because it's been an interesting situation with Wilson this season. Very different from last season. He hasn't featured that much. I believe he's played in nine Premier League matches this season for Fulham. So, again, Steve and I will talk about the injury. But since the injury, he really hasn't played that much. So the question is why. So we're going to talk about that in this episode along with some other topics as well. do want to mention that I will have a transfer speculation show, transfer Thursday tomorrow. There's some interesting information with, the Cedric Suarez situation. So I will be talking about that tomorrow on Thursday show. All right. Before we get going, always mention, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple podcast. It does help other form supporters find us. Okay. Mr. Reynolds, let's get to it. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Yeah, I'm fine, Russ. Uh, hopefully you're fine. And uh, all our viewers are fine also. I hope so as well. If you're watching live, feel free to share any comments you have about Harry Wilson or some of the other players we're going to be talking about. We're going to focus mostly on Harry Wilson. So let's start here, Steve. Just your thoughts on Harry Wilson's season, like I mentioned to start off. What's interesting here is that he got injured very early on in uh, behind-the-scenes friendly. That actually also, I believe, happened to Manor Solomon. So... He has not been the same player that we've seen last season. Maybe it has to do with opportunity. I don't know. And I'm also going to ask the question, is he a Premier League starter? Should he be a starter in the Premier League? I'll get to that in just a second. But just give me your overall thoughts, Steve, on what's been going on with Harry Wilson and Fulham this season. Because last season, he was a huge, integral part of everything Fulham did. 
Yeah, I mean, like last season, Russ, I mean, um, I think it was, don't quote me verbatim, but I think he played 41 games, 11 goals, and I'm not sure how many assists, but I think it was a reasonable number. Um, what has happened this season? I think the initial injury uh, obviously set him back. Um, and I... I would say you could almost draw a comparison with Mitro in so, far, in so much that the World Cup got into things. Does he does he actually meet up with Silver's plans? Um, I don't know. I don't find it. I you see. I know we'll probably touch on uh, uh, Dan James later, but right. Um, he just see. I think he's got an injury that is a lot more. Um, serious than a lot of people led on. I mean, uh, I think Silver, this is coming from Peter Rutzler from The Athletic, yep. um, mentioned that this was pre-Newcastle game, that he would be 10 to 15 days training. Now, is that he starts training or he's ready? Are they ready into that? Possibly. He's only just starting. I mean, it's a knee ligament, which is any footballer would probably tell you is a bad. You know, that's just one. It's just one of those injuries you can't. It's difficult to get over. Um, but I think I don't know why. Did, why did he go with Wales? Did that um, make the injury worse? I, I, I really don't know. He, he's an absolute enigma as far right. as the players concerned, Harry, at the moment, because um, he was so good last season. He was excellent. He was excellent. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's, he just seems to have disappeared. Um, and you've got to feel, you've got to feel sorry for, uh, for the lad. You know, it's not something you want. Um, so, you know, is he... Maybe coming back too soon at times, and then going back down. I, I really don't know, Russ. Um, is I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a strange one, Harry. Right. Um, I don't. I don't know what your thoughts are on it. Well, I'm going to share my thoughts now. And what's interesting about this? I think obviously the injury, Steve, really affected him. Obviously, it's a it might be more serious than. We were led on to believe. So that's number one. And uh, then he was getting back to fitness before the World Cup. But he was, you could tell he was not at the place where he needed to be. So then he goes to the World Cup. And then, like you said, there was a delay for his return when he came back to Fulham. Talk about fitness-wise. And he just has not played a great deal. When he has played, I just don't think that he's had enough game time to show what he can do. Does he still have that pace that he showed us last season? I don't know if it's all the, all the way back yet, Steve. And I think he's yeah. a player that depends on pace. I think he's one of those players, not to the amount that Dan James does, but I think Harry Wilson does use his pace. I think he's a more talented player than Dan James, a more yeah. complete player. But I also think he does rely on his pace a great deal. And I don't know if it's back to where he needs it to be. I, th I think the trouble uh, with an injury, let's say um, 
it is the knee, which is, you know, that is the word. When, when you're going for pace, you rely on your knees, obviously, your, your, your calf muscles, whatever. But also with Harry, he's one who tends to jig inside. He'd always come in on the left. So you've got almost like added pressure being put on the knee. Right. You know, from that point of view, um, and I, 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 I worry for the, I worry for him actually because I think after last season, um, yeah, all right, Mitro got all the plaudits, but possibly one of the great unsung heroes, as it were, was probably Harry Wilson, who stopped when we were down, absolutely nailed it put some absolutely wonderful goals in uh, to keep us either in games or to uh, put us ahead in the game. Uh, so I do I do feel sorry for, for him. Um, it's, it's, I've never been a footballer in the sense of it, so I, uh, I don't know how it affects people mentally, physically or whatever, but uh, I do have a lot of sympathy for uh, uh, young Wilson. Um where it's going to go, I don't know, Russ. I really don't. Um... Well, that's the interesting conundrum, Steve. I'm sorry to break in because I'm going to ask you in a little bit if you think he's a Premier League starter. And it's might be a little bit unfair because of the situation we're seeing right now. But before we do that, I think what is going to make it even more difficult on Harry Wilson playing for Fulham this season is the wingers that could potentially be jumping ahead of him. Now, William right now is going to be starting each and every match. I think we're going to agree with that. Now there's yeah. talk that Fulham are talking about ex- extending William. So what does that mean for Harry Wilson? Because we're talking different side, but it's still another winger. So William being involved potentially for another season could affect Harry Wilson as well. And then, it's going to be, I think this is the big one, Steve, the emergence of Manor Solomon, because I think eventually he might start playing regularly. So what does that mean for Wilson? And we're not um, even talking about a player that was injured who was playing fantastic for Fulman. That's Niskin's Cabana. We're not expecting him back, but you're talking about different players that are playing at his position that are going to be in the mix. And, I still think Harry Wilson has a a role on Fulham Football Club this season. I just don't know how much we're going to see of him because of the other players and coming back from this injury, Steve. Yeah, I, I think the injuries cost him. Uh, is he a premiership? Um, is, he? is he, Steve? Uh, well, let's go back to the beginning of August. Was Reem, was Jedi... Well, we had our doubts. Were right? they were, were they champion? Reed, Kenny, we were, so. they, no. were they premiership? No, no. But we've just got that that fight amongst the club that um, we proved a lot of people wrong. Uh, as far as oh, it's it's so difficult because I would say I can't see I can't see where Wilson's going. I really I cannot. Right, and I just think that the problem that he has right now, Stephen, I'm sorry to cut in, 
to the other players that are going to be in the mix for what he needs. He needs to be playing. I actually hope he starts against Sunderland. I, I hope he is starting against Sunderland because I think he needs to play. But in the same breath, I want Manor Solomon to start against Sunderland. But Harry Wilson needs to play, Steve. I still think that there's a very good player there. And I just think the circumstances have, have gotten in his way this season. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't uh, doubt his talent at all. He's a very good player. Um, but as, as you rightly said, uh, circumstances have just, well, it's just gone against him, hasn't it, all year. Um, and when you've got the, the likes of Solomon, who I really would like to, to see get 90 minutes, maybe Sunderland, we might see that. I don't know. But there are so many, there are so many other players who can fill in the same sort of role that he's right. doing. Um, exactly. You know, um, so I I feel sorry. I, I really do feel sorry for the lad because he's gone through all the glory of last season of scoring the goals, the number of assists. I mean, he was, I think he was the second high scorer. I could be right. wrong, but I think he was second high scorer after Mitro. A lot of assists. And as a player, you're so geared up. You know, what's, uh, you know, first game, Liverpool. And then bang, you know, uh, you get that injury. Um you know, I know a lot of people complain about the prices and how much players earn, but it's a, it's a harsh game at times, yeah. um, you know. But good luck, and I hope he will try, once he's back to fully, uh, full fitness, I'd like to think that he will get some game time under Marco. He uh, really will. I hope he does. I just think there could be a log jam. In front of him, I think that's also an issue. I'm going to share this comment from Brian McCann. I find it interesting, Stephen. I want to get your thoughts on it. Sorry, I just don't think he's good enough for the Premier League. He's only shown in the championship with us in Derby. Reminds me of Aaron Lennon slash Thea Walcott. Very interesting, Steve. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's average in the championship. If we take out Derby, which I think he scored nine something around about nine, 18, 19 goals. But if you take his actual championship form regarding goals, it averages something like about, I don't know, eight, seven, eight a season. Um, is that good enough? Uh, he was good at Derby and he was good with us last season. But in between, he wasn't that good. He hasn't done much internationally either. Um, is he a cha oh, is he a Premiership player? No, I don't think he is. Okay, it's an interesting one because I think the jury is still out on that. Yeah, so, I, yeah. Listen, I did a quick poll, and I don't have a lot of votes yet. But the poll was: Do you think Harry Wilson is a Premier League level starter? I, I'm not saying Premier League player, Premier League level starter. I only have 86 votes, so it's not a lot of votes. But yes was only at 29.5%, and no was at 70.5%, Steve. So that's, yeah. again, it's not, not a lot of votes. Just gives you a little insight to what people are thinking about him. 
Yeah, it gives you perspective, and I, I think um, uh, I suppose you could counter that by saying if Harry Wilson had had the playing time he had last season, this season would there would a lot of people's viewpoint change? Right. We don't know it's semantics. We, you know, it's hypothetical. Um, right. Exactly. But, um, you know, I just hope that no matter what happens, I think he, I think he's an excellent championship player. I don't think he is premiership. I think he just lacks that little bit. Okay, very good. I'm going to share a couple more comments. It's from our friend Wayne. I think that Harry Wilson is a Premier League player, okay? Colin Bugler says, I think Harry Wilson's a Premier League starter, but I'm not sure if it's with Fulham at this moment. And I think that's the argument that I'm talking about right now, Steve, because I don't know where he fits. I just don't know yeah. where he fits into Silva's plans, even though he was an integral part of Silva's plans last season. But if you look at it, they bought Manor Solomon for a reason, right? They brought him in for a reason. Yeah. Now, William was kind of a situation where I think they brought him in out of potential desperation because of everything that was going on at the winger position. But he's worked out. These Cabano played very well when he was in there and showed it in the Premier League. And we're going to get to Dan James at the very end, who I think is beneath... Harry Wilson at this moment, but you have all these options right now. And we, yeah. I haven't even mentioned Bobby Decker Dover Reed. Bobby Decker Dover Reed has won the position, honestly, and Wilson hasn't taken it away from him. I think that's also something. It's like, how can you justify putting in Harry Wilson right now? Has he done enough to win it away from Bobby Decker Dover Reed? I, 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 I think. I think after I think after probably the first maybe let's say five games, I think Marco started seeing the side he wants, the side he thinks will go on and do something, and I don't think anything has changed. Um, Bobby, if you ask the same question uh, to I.e. are these players Championship or Premier? BDR, most people would have said championship. No two right. ways about it. Um, but he's proved them all wrong. And I think that is the biggest thing. And I think the fact that Marco hasn't really gone there with Harry Wilson, even when he was actually fit, yep. he hasn't really gone there. Um, so oh, I've... I fear the worst for uh, for young Harry, um, but we'll see what happens. Um, you know, the one side we're strengthening all the time is on the right side. Yeah. You know, uh, well, well, we seem to be very successful on the left. You've got Jedi. Uh, obviously, we've got Solomon and Whittian at the moment, but um, let's not forget Neeskins who I think is the life and soul of Fulham Football Club at times. <laughs> um, just the way he, he interacts with players. Right. Um, so, should he be playing? Would he be going at the end of the season? I would say, yeah. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. Okay, coming up next to end the show, 
we're going to talk about another Walsh player who happens to be on loan with Fulham, and that's Dan James. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, Steve, to end this quick show, we're talking about Harry Wilson. I do want to talk about another player who, again, another winger, and that would be Dan James. And we've talked about him before. But before we do that, I want to talk about this in general. You and I talked about this off air. And I think this goes to Harry Wilson and Dan James as well. How much has the World Cup affected Wilson and other Fulham players? Now, you and I talked about this. There are two players we don't think it has affected that much, and that's Jedi and Tim Ream. But the others, potentially all of them. Yeah, I, I, I think you're I, – I mean, that is my opinion. I think uh, Mitro, when he come back – it took him a couple of games at least to get into it. Um, Zhao, no two ways about it. He was not the same player for probably the first three three games at least. Um, he's starting to get back into it again now. Um, you know, the whole idea of the World Cup in summer, uh, pardon me, in winter. Um, I, I See, I don't think the World Cup did either James or Wilson any favours at all. Okay. Um, they didn't actually get a great deal of playing time. Um, you know, they weren't necessarily, you know, bomb now now on, you know, you, you get your, your team news like we do every Saturday or whenever, an hour before. And you can sort of predict to an extent what your team's going to be. That didn't happen. And when they come back, certainly James, um, he's got, I, he's one of these players who shows little glimpses of brilliance. His speed, his pace, uh, the way he, he cuts in, but it's only glimpses. And that is the problem. Um, as we've discussed regarding low knees, um, uh, I'm sorry, but I think uh, James should. Uh, I think we. I think there are better loan loan players out there that we could get in for between now and the end of the season than the likes of Dan James, as good as he is. Um, you know, that's how I think anyway. Okay, because that's going to leave me to ask you the question, what should Fulham do about Dan James? And like I said, I'm going to be doing a transfer show tomorrow and Fulham have two loans. So 
does it make sense, Steve, for him to go back to Leeds United? Um, I would say yes. I'm, although I'm told that Silver um, thinks a lot of a hell of a lot of the player as such. Um, I can't see. Put it this way: uh, if Marco thinks he's worth keeping, I cannot see why. Okay. And that's not being detrimental towards Dan James at all, but I, I cannot see enough when I can see other players uh, who we discussed, and I'll leave that obviously for tomorrow night. But um, right. I can't I can't see what he what he adds to Fulham Football Club since he's been with us. Okay. Well, like you said, Steve, I think the issue you have with players like James is that he gives you that spark. He gives you that glimpse of that potential. And you're thinking you're going to see it each and every match and you just don't, but he keeps doing it. He keeps showing it. So when he shows it, you're thinking, ah, there it is. And I'll say against man United, ah, there it is. But the problem is he can't follow that up with that same type of performance. He just can't do it. And that is the difference between a player with potential and a solid player. I'm not saying he's not a good player, but I'm just saying a player that you can count on each and every match. I don't think that's Dan James. Nothing against him. I wanted this to work out. I really did. I'm with you. He should go back to Leeds United. He should go back. I agree. You look at players like uh, William. You know what you're getting. Game in, game out. It is not a glimpse. Pereira. Every you match, know you get the same thing. Exactly. And you can't have glimpses of this and glimpses of that. Um, I'm sorry. Well, we're in the big boys. We're up there with the big boys now. Yeah. And I'm sorry, sentiment at times has to go out the window. No, End I of, agree with you. You know, um, as sad as it is, but, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't carry horses with you. End <laughs> of. You know, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I wish them both, both plays well. Uh, always do. Um, but I, I say I would touch on tomorrow night's show, but I won't uh, because obviously uh, I'll leave that to you. But uh, we obviously discussed it earlier, <laughs> earlier on. But um, yeah, I mean, on the subject of the two players we're discussing. Yep. Um, no, they're not premiership, and yes, they should one way or the other go. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Marco is his own man, and yep. at times we've been surprised. Agreed, Steve. Agreed. I'm going to share this comment and I'm going to wrap it up. Okay, this is from our friend Combugor. I think if you had the same poll about Tim Ream at the beginning of the season, we would have. More than likely seeing the same results. Colm, you're 100 percent right. You're yep, yep, agree totally. You're totally right. That's a great point. You're totally right on that because that's what we were thinking about Tim Ream. The problem. If you took our if you took our starting lineup, Russ, at the moment at the beginning of the season when we got the Premiership, you would have taken out Ream. Um, I mean, Jedi. 
Jedi, probably. Yeah. Uh, you've got, Jeez. well, uh, Tosin, probably. Yeah. Reed, TC. Yep. You know, um, but I think. Bobby Dacadova Reed. I agree. Yep. But is that not where it's come down to, Marco? Um, yeah. And his ability to unite. I mean, we have technically got half a squad that played in the championship last year who are now not that far off of a European place. I mean, but, it's it's wonderful. Um, right, right, but Steve, to your point on that, it's half a championship team. So maybe, just maybe, that is part of the reason why the last two attempts failed. Because we tried to overturn the entire team, one under Slavisa, the other yeah, yeah. under Parker, we went for upgrades everywhere. And let's be fair to these two coaches. I don't know if they were able to coach up the players the way that Marco has. And I think that's really the – I think Marco is yeah. a huge part of this. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I think if you take the, the two individuals, uh, Slavisa, I'm not sure how many of those players were he's, put it that way. I think under Scott, I think it was purely the way we played. Um, but it just did not suit the way we were going. Um, and I think to an extent, you could combine both of those with what Marco's doing now. I think Marco's got a much bigger say and he's been given a, a, a long lead by uh, Shahid. Um on the players he wants. And so far, all right, Mbabu, that's about, I'm just trying to think anyone else. That's about the only uh, weak link he's done. Yeah. But his style of play is totally different. Uh, he, it's strange. I, I've watched a lot of Everton matches when he was at Everton. And he didn't play the same way he's playing now. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's a learning curve, not only for Fulham, but I think also Marco, as the yeah. years have gone on, he's that's learned. Great, yeah, that's yeah. great. You know, and I think it's, uh, it's it's quite interesting. Yeah, it is. There's a debate for next year. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve, for ending the show that way. Of course, a debate for next year. That's good stuff. Well, listen. My friend, thank you so much for joining me on short notice to do this show. Always Harry a pleasure. Wilson. Always a pleasure, Russ, okay. and all the viewers. And remember, subscribe. Ra ra ra. You beat me to it. Subscribe. Oh, to the podcast. But thank you so much for doing the show with me. But I am going to wrap this up for Steve Reynolds. I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. Now part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.